Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast, where we help business owners connect to their profits and earn their freedom. Join us as we discuss ways you can grow your small business, build your wealth, and help others along the way. Here's your host, Dan Cotton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about the very important subject of burnout. And today's episode is just me. You are going to get my kind of download on what I think is the most important things to know about burnout and ways we can avoid it. And to be honest, I'm talking to you about this and and it's kind of resonating with me right now because I've been feeling it a little bit and I've been talking to so many different owners and business owners, especially in the cheerleading industry, that are just feeling burned out. They're just tired. They're exhausted. They feel like their clients aren't grateful for their hard work and they're just struggling. So let's talk about burnout. Let's talk about what it is, how we get there and what we can do to prevent it, hopefully, in the future. Number one, if you're feeling burned out, the first thing you need to understand is you are not alone. If you are a cheer gym owner and you are waking up in the morning and feeling that daunting feeling of where do I start? What do I do? I'm so tired. You are not alone. In fact, there are more owners like you than not. And even the best owners out there, even the the gym owners with the most successful routines and the teams that win all those events, those owners get burned out too. Those coaches get burned out too. They are not uh, an anomaly unto themselves. Their life is not perfect. They have uh, many challenges and many frustrations as well. So just like everything you read on social media isn't true, everything you you think you know about what's going on in other people's lives, uh, other business owners' lives, it often isn't true. So they may be living their best life and they may be having a great time, but that doesn't mean they don't also go through some of the same things you are right now if you're feeling burned out. Um, but they may not have the same mentality. At the end of the day, burnout is a... It's a mental state more than anything else. It can be physical. It it can come from physical exhaustion. Um, But more than anything, it's that mental state. And so how you handle things mentally is going to directly impact whether or not you're getting burned out. So so what is burnout and, and how do we get there? Number one is... I mean, I already mentioned burnout is a mental state. It's a feeling of I have nothing more to give and what I'm giving oftentimes feels like it isn't enough and I don't have anything else in the tank. Uh, And that is that feeling of being burned out. And number one, I think the most common thing that burnout comes from for owners is something that is actually widely promoted in the entrepreneur world by many of the influencers that are out there. And that concept is the concept of you got to grind. Every day you should be grinding. You should be hustling. You need to be outworking the other person. That's the only way you're going to get ahead in business. And while there is merit to that theory and you absolutely can grind and push 
and take yourself to that next level by simply accepting nothing but the best, you know, waking up earlier, working later, sleeping less, and just grinding every day. You absolutely can make progress within your business by doing that, but you're also going to really struggle to find balance and not get completely burned out. Now, where does this come from? Because I already mentioned it's something that's very popular in the the entrepreneur uh, mentorship world out there where people are talking about, hey, this is what you need to do. This is how you get ahead. Um, and, and why do they do that? Well, because it does work, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't create burnout. That doesn't mean that it's not going to make you exhausted, that it's not going to make you feel like it's never enough. There are the rare people that can go and they can just hustle and they can grind every single day and they always seem to have more in the tank. But the average human needs to balance things a little bit better. So that's number one is is the concept of grinding is the most common to creating burnout. Um, and you know, the, the metaphor that was given to me by a good friend of mine was basically said, it doesn't matter what tool you go and get. You can go and get the most expensive drill with the best engine, the best batteries, the best everything. And if you turn that drill on and you never turn it off, you just pull that trigger and you just let it run at its highest speed without ever stopping and just as soon as the battery runs out, you replace it with another battery and then just pull the trigger and let it go. That drill is going to, it's going to break. Eventually it's going to break down and it's not going to work anymore. And if we think that we mentally, emotionally, physically are any different, we're lying to ourselves. So the number one is grinding. And the other category to that is not taking days off. And this is actually something that I myself have fallen victim to many times and oftentimes will fall victim to in the cheer industry through somewhat no fault of my own as we get into a competition season and I have teams competing, i.e. last weekend I was at Cheersport Nationals. So I didn't get a single day off for 14 days. You know, we added practices and then we practiced multiple times throughout the week to lead up into cheer sport. And then we were at cheer sport and those were 12 plus hour days going to the competition. And we weren't getting any, I wasn't giving myself any time off. And I will tell you coming back from cheer sport, I was burned out. I was tired. Now I was lucky enough to leave late on, on Monday after cheer sport. And so I got to actually spend some time with uh, my staff and with my family going to the aquarium and and kind of relax a little bit. And that was actually really good. Now, was it a day off? No, I was with my staff. I was still traveling. I was still returning cars and returning emails and doing things like that. But, you know, not allowing yourself that opportunity to take time off. You know, you feel guilty by not working on your business or working in your business in your what should be off hours. So, um, we, we get to burnout by not taking days off and not taking that time. Uh, number three is having a self-critical approach. Now, this is something that you have to balance. Uh, I Again, this is something that I do. I believe that it is important to be 
one of your own harshest critics. Uh, if you're not holding yourself accountable, if you're not being hard on yourself, you're actually setting yourself up for later failure, in my opinion, because um, I want to be harder on me and my processes and what I do as a business than I want a client to be. So then when a client is unhappy, I've already um, been critical about myself on those things and I'm not as I'm not as shocked, I'm not as personally hurt when people have potentially negative things to say to me because I've either thought them or said them somewhat to myself. Now, I'm not saying be self-deprecating, I'm not saying beat up on yourself, but you you do need to be self-critical as a business owner. If you just sit around every day, and I joke around about how I'm so awesome, but I don't I don't always mean it. I, I am very, very self-critical. I'm more than willing to admit when I've made failures or had shortcomings. However, if you fail to ever celebrate your victories and give yourself credit for the amazing things that you're doing and the successes that you're having and the good things that are going on, and you only focus on the negatives, you only focus on the self-critical, you're actually going to just continue to burn yourself out because there's no positive. I mean, imagine if you were in a relationship with someone who every single day told you that you sucked, told you that you were worthless, that you were you were nothing or lesser than. That would be a horrible, horrible relationship and you would not be feeling very fulfilled. And you are in a relationship with yourself. So as a business owner, if you're not being a good partner to yourself, you're not using good self-talk, you're not doing those things that are going to help build you up, then you're, you're kind of not being a good friend to yourself. Now, that doesn't mean we let ourselves get away with things. That doesn't mean we don't hold ourselves accountable. That doesn't mean we aren't critical to potential errors that we make, but we also want to make sure we give ourselves a little bit of grace. The last one that I think is so important, especially for cheer gym owners, is failing to set healthy boundaries with our clients. It is so easy to want to always be accessible, right? We we have created a world, and it's not just in cheerleading, but we've created a world where people believe that they should have constant access to you or they should have constant access to a brand. There are people out there that believe that they should be able to get onto a website at 1 a.m. and say, hey, what is your schedule for tumbling classes? And they should get a response immediately. Now, that's not that's not feasible. That's not reasonable. But we have kind of, we, we've created that in the world. Now, if you don't set those healthy boundaries for yourself and for your clients, they're going to continue to do it. What I mean by this is if you have those difficult parents that are messaging you questions and concerns and all those things at 10 o'clock at night and you respond to them, then what you're saying is this is okay behavior. Right? You are approving of what they've done by engaging with them. So you need to set those healthy boundaries by letting your clients know our, our working business hours are this time to this time and I will respond to your messages or emails within that time. I will not respond to them outside of it. Now what that means is you actually have to follow those boundaries yourself. You can't be getting on your phone and 
sending text messages or responding to things because you really, you, you want to, and oh, I'm up, I'm on my phone anyway, so it's no big deal. At that point in time, you're training your clients to believe that you should be accessible at that time. And when you try and change it, it is going to create some challenges. So that's just something to think about. How do you set healthy boundaries within your business to set yourself up for success and limit the possibility that you're be, going to become burned out and exhausted and at the end of the day, when you get to that point, it leaves you feeling like you want to quit. So how do we avoid this? Now, some of this is going to be uh, obvious because I just talked about what goes wrong and, and how you avoid it is kind of doing the opposite, but I'm going to get a little bit more specific uh, where I can. So number one uh, is on, on the concept of the grind. Number one is manage your time, all right? actually take control of your time. Everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. Now I can grind and do the hustle and work for 20 of my 24 hours in a day. However, I could also work for 10 of them and be more efficient and get less distracted and be more focused and manage my time better and accomplish as much or more than I accomplished in the 20 hours. Oftentimes when we, if we take a really critical and honest look at ourselves and what we're doing when we are, we have no time and we just can't manage it. If you really were to track what you did with your time, more often than not, people aren't using it as efficiently as they could which means you could work less and accomplish as much or more. So that's what I mean by manage your time. Really be critical of it. Be a time vulture, right? Suck that time up and don't give it away. You know, uh, we have some classes on time management for our academy clients, so I can't go into all the details on some of our tips and tricks with that, but own your time, take control of it, and make it what you want it to be because that's only going to help you be more fulfilled and less burned out. Next, plan your vacations and take days off. And I would strongly encourage you to protect your days off as much as you can. Hold on to those things and treat them like the amazing thing that they are. Don't let them go easily. Yes, there are going to be times that you have to sacrifice a day off, but try to limit that. Try to make sure that you are really, really protecting that time. When I say plan your vacations, I mean literally plan them, schedule them. Um, Tori and I go to Jamaica every couple years or, or out of the country. And the only way that happens for us with how much we do is we plan it two to three years in advance and we pay a deposit. Uh, right now we're on a two-year cycle and we pay a deposit. And we're a lot more likely to stick with it when if we don't, we lose 500 to 1,000 bucks. So plan it, pay a deposit, force yourself to do it. Once it's on the calendar, it's a lot harder to cancel as opposed to saying, I wanna take a vacation someday. If you're waiting for someday, it will be no day. So make it scheduled make a plan and then make it happen. Next, give yourself some grace. It's okay. We all have failures and shortcomings and it is so important that you give yourself the ability to make mistakes. It's okay. You don't always have to be so critical upon yourself that you make yourself 
feel like you're a failure. You are going to have failures as a business owner. That's okay. What we want to do, if you listen to my episode with, with Cher, we want to fail forward quickly. So we want to make our failures and then we want to get past them and move on and make corrections as fast as we possibly can. That's actually how we grow. And if we don't give ourselves permission to fail, then we are setting ourselves up for not being successful. Uh, Next, have boundaries and enforce them. I already mentioned this, but have your boundaries, set your boundaries. These are my working hours. This is when I respond to emails. This is when I respond to text messages and follow them and enforce them. Don't respond to people outside of your working hours. Just don't do it because when you do, even if it's like, oh, well, I really got to get this email out. Okay. Unless it's an automation, it shouldn't be going out at midnight. And even then don't schedule your automations to go out at midnight. People see when they receive emails and that they think, oh my gosh, that means you were up and reading emails. So you should respond to me when I have this emergency that really isn't an emergency. I want you to respond to me and you emailed me at midnight the other night. Next would be do things in your business that create joy for you. So if there are things in your business that you hate doing, you don't like doing them, they don't bring you joy, then you need to find a way to understand, systemize, and delegate those things away from you, right? If they don't bring you joy, you're the business owner, right? Why does everybody want to own a business? Because you're your own boss. What people don't know is that means that the business is your boss oftentimes, but the whole point was to be your own boss. So set things up so you're happy within your business. You're going to be a better business owner. Your staff is going to be more happy because you're doing a better job. So delegate those things away. There are things in my business that I do not like doing and I don't do them. I have management personnel that do them for me. Um, they are delegated away from me. And it's not that I couldn't do them. I just, I just don't enjoy it, right? I don't enjoy doing my taxes. So I hire an accountant. So I don't have to be the one calculating my taxes. I, that brings me no joy. So find things in your business that create joy for you and make sure you at least do those things a couple times a week or more frequently because that's going to bring joy and breathe joy back into your life and help take away some of that burnout. And then lastly, focus on gratitude. Uh, One of the things that I think a lot of people who are very successful do is they have daily uh, gratitude rituals where they start their day with a process of thankfulness, Uh, whether you are spiritual and, and you pray or you just want to sit down and acknowledge the good things that are happening in your life and be thankful for them, starting from that position of gratitude and really forcing yourself to find positives to be thankful, even on those really bad days. And you guys have been there, right? I've, I've been there. I've been, we do this actually uh, with, with NextGen uh, as an ownership team. We do this on our meetings. We start every meeting with what's going well, what what's some good news. And sometimes it's really hard to find the good news. Uh, It can be a challenge, but you know what? Forcing yourself to think of those things and be grateful for the positives that you have. You may be struggling in your business, but we live in an amazing country where we can make our business what we want it to be. So take advantage of it, right? Be grateful for all of the gifts that you have. We have so, so many 
And starting from that position of gratefulness and thankfulness is just going to prime your mind and prime your soul for a better day and hopefully help eliminate some of those stressors and those feelings of burning out. The last thing is, is get your sleep. Okay. Um, get your, well, two actually is get your sleep and exercise. Jocko Willink, who I love and I follow somewhat religiously would tell you, you don't need all that sleep. Uh, he, he's like a, a midnight to 3 a.m. or, um, and there are f- a few people in the world that can function like that, but scientifically they are anomalies, right? I'm not LeBron James. I can't sink a three pointer from half court. Uh, I never will. I was never going to be a professional basketball player. I'm also not Jocko Willink. I can't sleep three hours a day and not uh, start to deteriorate in my mental status and my physical status. So get your sleep. Know what you need and and make sure you achieve that. It's very easy to sacrifice sleep and work harder. And I certainly understand that there are moments and times where you may need to do that. But try try to avoid those situations because overall they're not good for you and on top of that exercise and eat well if you're exercising you're working out and you're eating and feeding your body good foods you're going to have more energy you're going to feel more invigorated and you're going to be less likely to be burned out you're also to work out you kind of have to take a break from working like on your business now some of my best ideas happen when i'm working out Um, i tend to get i'll be lifting or doing cardio and my mind is wandering and I'll, I'll find the solution to that problem I was working on or I'll think of a marketing strategy I want to try. Take advantage of it. Those you're, you're getting away from it, but you're allowing some of that stress to come off. Do something else, something physical. Let those creative juices start flowing and then come back motivated with the endorphins and just feeling ready to go. So those are my tips. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a shorter one. Um, I wanted to keep it just something that you could listen to and hopefully get some good ideas from and then go out and crush it. You guys try to avoid that burnout. It is going to be so important as you progress in your business, whether you've owned it for one year or 20 years, you want to be happy when you're doing it. You want to take care of yourself. Avoid that burned out feeling. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We're going to have another interview coming to you next week. Uh, We are going to be uh, tweaking some of the format. You're going to be hearing some previously recorded content that I'm going to kind of debrief in the future. Also, where I'm still going to be bringing you great interviews with really intelligent, amazing people. I've got a number of interviews set up tomorrow and next week that I'm really excited for. So make sure you guys are tuning in. If there's anyone who you think would love this podcast, make sure you share it with them. We'd love to have them listening. And with that, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Avoid that burnout and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Next Generation, Connecting People and Profits podcast. If you love this content, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and head over to our website to sign up for our emails with tips and tricks on how to grow your business.